transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. And on that note, I think I it's a good agree. place to start. <laughs> you know, you you say we're the worst, but really, we're the best. You, you know that. Yeah, it's, we're the uh, best of the best. We're the best around. Uh, it's best. another under further review the for you to take down. <laughs> I, lo- I lost it on that. Okay, so another ra- ravishing episode of under further review. Uh, we got the boys here. The council has assembled. Say Hello. 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 <laughs> and we have our guest playlist uh, curator, Jasper St. Germain. What's up, friends? What up? What up? What up? We're going yeah. to ravish him. Yeah. I'm here standing naked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah. That, I mean, that's that is the main point of this podcast is just is just to ravish, uh, ravish one, one another, I suppose, in an audio format. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, dude, seriously, like just I'm just going to jump in here real quick and say, Jasper, I really enjoyed this playlist. Uh, right on. So, right on. Mwah, mwah. It was like a rich, you know, meaty marinara for me. I tried to make it enjoyable. I tried to like. <laughs> have my taste in there but also make it something that wasn't going to be totally offensive (laughs) if we're gonna jump into like our initial feelings on this um i would say this is probably like the most unique thing that we've reviewed so far like i feel like it's yeah definitely the most unique i will say a lot of it wasn't my cup of tea uh, and a lot of it is stuff that I've never really explored or anything, but it was an interesting ride. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I felt like I was riding in Jasper's old blue truck, and I was like, yep, Dude. this is his playlist. Dude, nope. like, right off the of bat, I was thinking like, I was like crammed into the back, <laughs> like in one of the side seats, and we're like raging to go get some fucking malt liquor or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, I just awesome. when I when I think of this playlist, I just see Jasper in my head, and he's doing that thing that with this with sticking his tongue out and yep, yeah, sure. that's really good stuff. <laughs> well, the other two guys, what, what were you guys like? Uh, hot, hot takes, like going dive before we dive into this. I liked it overall. It, it was, I mean, it was super unique. It was definitely a bunch of stuff like straight out of left field, things I would have never heard of or even would have been aware that they existed. So it was super cool going into some of these things. And there are some other tracks that I haven't heard in a very long time. We'll talk about those. <laughs> long time. What about you, Dusty? It was uniquely Jasper. Seeing <laughs> what Caleb said. <laughs> I've, I've heard of some of this stuff just from hanging around Jeremiah. So. Yeah, definitely. Our face Well, Jasper, you're one of those cats that like you have like just such I mean it's reflected in this, but you have such a wide range of uh fucking influence and like names that you can bring to the table when it comes to like any conversation about music, it seems like. So 
It didn't surprise me that this was like, it had like a couple of things I knew, but it was also just full of stuff that was just like, all right, let's explore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm always like looking for new stuff and like, there have been a few points in life where I've taken massive left turns in music where I've gotten like, excuse me, really like bored with what I was listening to. Yeah. And just like stumbled across something that was like, oh, that's what I was looking for. You know, and just like followed it, chased it, gone into a lot of other music that way. Fair enough. Well, that let's just jump in then to, like to, to the first track. The It's uh, The Dream by The O.C.'s. So, yeah. This song fucking kicks, man. Like it definitely kicks. Yeah. I, I've, I've dabbled in the OCs before, but this has kind of made me want to like really kind of like like dive in now. Yeah, so man. I like. I found it when I was living on the West Side. I'd been listening to like the music that kind of comes later in this playlist. Yeah. And just like the raw energy and just like the hype. Like I don't know. It's a song like if I'm if I need some energy, I'll put it on and just like definitely. you know blast into anything. Yeah, for sure, dude. The energy is real with it. It's like it just goes right yeah. off the get, right off the gate. And they have a lot of music. John Dwyer puts out a ton of music with the OCs, and like yeah. you know, they have a lot of other styles that aren't like quite so punk. They got some more psychedelic and some like heavier stuff too. So really cool, really cool band. Something to, yeah. So they would so you, they would be probably like a good one to just sort of like explore around. I imagine. Yeah, yeah. When there's like 15 albums or something, so. <laughs> that also helps. Mm-hmm. Oh man! All right, D- uh, Dusty. What about you? Like, how'd you feel about this uh, about the OCs track here? I've never heard of them, but I immediately was like, "Is this some sort of side project of King Gizzard or something like that?" So I'm like, "That's the my mind went immediately to that band, like that, yeah, their, their style, of kind of this hard rocking, but it's kind of the old soul, old school." psychedelic to it you know just raw just yeah and that's what it reminded me of yeah it's, it definitely got me going yeah it's one yeah, of like, my favorite tracks i think it's on this i think but yeah i'll have to check out some more of this band i've never heard of them like i said nice, what, nice. what about you nick i really like this one um <clears throat> excuse me my throat was a little fuzzy i really like this song it had this it had a really cool groove to it and that was like driven purely by the drum and bass in this um yeah I can't say I was the biggest fan of the guitarist on this track, but for like everything else going on in that song was kick-ass. It just had a good groove to it. It felt like some kind of grindhousey Tarantino-esque track that I would listen to when I don't know watching someone gun down a bunch of bad guys. It was pretty cool. <laughs> I don't know if they necessarily had seven minutes of material <laughs> put into a song. There's like twenty-minute versions of it live. Oh, oh shit. I mean, I imagine you could just keep <laughs> that going, keep that pocket going, you know. Yeah, you could just yeah, jam so it. So out. if they're live and they're jamming, that makes sense. I'm not mm, I'm the yeah. I'm not the hugest fan of jam bands, but that <laughs> makes sense in a live setting. I don't know if seven minutes was a What's the best choice? Oh no. It's beginning. Oh my fucking god. Uh well. Yeah. Here we are. With a bunch of faces. <laughs> so, with yeah. this one, like I turned it on this morning at four thirty when I was just getting ready to go to work, or no, five thirty. Yeah. So, um, that's neither here nor there. But I will say the energy is great. It immediately woke me up. But 
I know that it was it had to have been intentional, but I don't enjoy the vocal mix on this. Like, oh, I, yeah, yeah. it was a little like I, I just didn't like it. And then also, it's too damn long. Like, I, <laughs> I wish it was like four minutes or three and a half. But by the yeah. end of it, I was like, all right, let's move the fuck on. <laughs> For sure. They do the vocals like that. That album especially, it's pretty gritty. But like the delay and all the stuff like that's pretty throughout all of his vocal stuff. Yeah. Which I have no love and like the coyote bark things. I love that shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I I enjoyed this one at like the first time through. Um like, I don't know. I was like, I don't know if I love his vocals, not like the mix or anything. I get what they're going for. But um, as I listen to it a few more times, it's really grown on me. And um, I like the at the start of it. There's that really like upbeat kind of uh, little bob to it. And I don't mind a jam like it's it, I think it's a uh, if you're in the mood for a jam, then that's a good seven minutes right there. And <laughs> I, I swear I've seen these guys live with like temples or something one time. Oh, no shit. I don't know maybe like, i didn't really know them that much so yeah 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 they have like two drummers live like bass and guitar yep maybe. That, that that sounds like them and um, the guy with clear guitar yes and i was yeah. but i was very drunk um but i remember just being like yeah just bobbing around and yeah i liked it it, it went from it's fine to like yeah this is growing on me i enjoy it <laughs> awesome well what about the what about uh Wait, I gotta make sure I'm not on shuffle here for a second. I still am. I was listening to a shuffle. So <laughs> the L what's the what's the next track? The next track of the L Y L I L Y is I love use is I guess so. I'm not really sure. I don't think it's ever been explained. It's never uh, been explained. Yeah. It'll never and it'll never be explained. Okay, that's the mystery. It should go down. It's like the Daft Punk's faces. <laughs> Nobody will know why. <laughs> Probably not. These dudes are mysterious. It's a, I don't know if any of you are familiar with Zach Hill, like Hella or Death Grips. Um, yeah. yeah. This is two of the guys from Death Grips. So it's Zach Hill and Andy Morin. So it's them without like their rapper. And uh, this song's kind of like an outlier because it's pretty bizarre. Some of their stuff's more like electro grungy. Their first album's more like industrial, okay. but a pretty interesting rock band. Yeah, dude, like I definitely like I recognized this song as soon as I started playing and like, I, I mean, I had to like double look at it when I was listening to it earlier, too. But I, I have I've never no context for when I heard this song, but like it was it's so recognizable for some reason, like that, that just like the, the grooves in it. And um, it's weird, though, dude, like I did, like you mentioned Death Grips, like I would have had no idea that the, this had two members of Death Grips in there. Yeah, yeah, like, it's them. That, that's fucking wild to me. I mean, Death Grips is like yeah. an insanely awesome project in, in, in itself, and so it's like interesting to see yeah. uh, them do something like to do like a couple members just doing something completely different. It seems like. Yeah, yeah, and like Zach Hill is always doing weird shit, and this is like his most accessible, I think, work he's ever put out. Mm. But you know, better than have Hella and his stuff since way back. Fair enough. Yeah, dude, this uh, I, I mean, this is this is definitely an interesting track. It's like it's got a good energy coming out of the first one. I don't know if you intended that or if you're like crafted that like to be like you know back to back tracks or if it was a shuffle track, but or playlist. Oh, but. oh yeah, it's in order. There's a there's a flow to it. It's the yeah. like the like simple raw pumping drive and then like bizarre. Yeah. 
Well, I, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I kind of, I, this track was confusing, but I enjoyed it. Like, I know that because I recognize it, and I was like, and then I just kept like rolling with it. It has this like weird gorillazy sort of feel to like the, the music, the music aspect. Like, anyway, uh, it's what about the rest of you guys? It's interesting you say that because I wrote down, it's a strange mix of the gorillas and like the more psychedelic. Beatles, like yes. with John Lennon Dude. singing. Yes, that's what I, I put. Like oh, the gorillas with John Lennon is what I put down for it, and Whoa. it's the gorillas it's and some lewds, man. Super crazy, <laughs> like it, it's bizarre song, but I liked it. Yeah, nice, yeah. Nice. Nick, what about you? That is so. JMO and I mean, you guys just nail on the head. It. It sounded to me like my thought while listening to it was it sounds like if the gorillas wrote Yellow Submarine, like that <laughs> that album. Yeah. That said, that is my least favorite era of the Beatles. Um, <laughs> I did not enjoy this song. It was chaotic in a bad way. Like what I really liked about the previous song was that like thumping driving bass line that really like kept the whole thing cohesive. There was no cohesion in this. There's Whoever, whoever mixed this song mixed out the bass and did the song a real disservice by doing that. That said, that back minute where it like gets real kind of electro goofy, I liked that part, and I'm actually inclined to go find more of their, like, that style of work. Oh, yeah, that album, Scum With Boundaries, you'll probably like it. I just I'm, love, I love that name for the album, too, by the way. <laughs> I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to check more of that out. Like, their use of texture, especially in that last minute of the song, was real weird, and I want to I want to dig around in that for a minute. Yeah, hell yeah. Dusty, what about you? Yeah, get the Beatle vibe. It's like it's a B-side from Sgt. Pepper's, kind of like the talent of Mr. Kite, but it's a little too chaotic for me, as Caleb would say. The it's, it's kind of bouncing around. I was like, if, if, the, if, it, if the Beatles were around now... <laughs> that may be something they might put out in their psychedelic phase. But then again, they'd probably be addicted to Molly and stuff now rather than <laughs> rather than LSD. So probably saying Paul McCartney any... isn't addicted to Molly. <laughs> Fair. Might be. True. I see him at the raves every week. <laughs> he's, he's actually dead mouse. Paul McCartney's a candy, a candy kid. <laughs> you heard it here, fo- here first, folks. Paul McCartney is dead mouse. <laughs> Maybe he's ever... like Never seen Who's both that? in the same place. Paul has like a rave candy bracelet, just says Liverpool on it. Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> Never let die. The the oh. liver puddle accent is my least favorite. Um, it's pretty gross. It's bad. Um, it's called Scouse, you fucks. Whatever. You know what's? Yeah, it is called Scouse. You know what's really growing on me though is Jordy. It's I, it shouldn't oh, be. Too. It's one of the trashiest accents I've ever heard, and I love it. Caleb hates psychedelic Beatles and gorillas, so let's hear his thought I, on this. No, that's not he true. He hates um, all English people, too. I, yeah, 100% <laughs> all of them. My family's that's why, okay, that's why that's we have it. no listeners of the show in Britain, okay? <laughs> it's mm-hmm. not, I, listen, my that's dad's not true, from though, there. Yeah. <laughs> Rummies are... They, you like him? Right? Yeah. He's oh, cool. he's from Birmingham, though. Yeah. He's a Brummie. Birmingham. Mm-hmm. Birmingham. Anyway. Okay. Um, okay. Yo, give, us your, give us your hot take on this track. Let's hear it. This, did, this did song U-L-Y is... L-Y this song? No, wait. Um, L this song. 
oh, it God, makes I'm me just feel <laughs> a lot of things. <laughs> like it makes me get that like uh, you know like when a chihuahua is like shivering. It gives me that because it reminds me of like a few chaotic um, times coming up on psilocybin. Like it's just the song version <laughs> yeah. of like the that. Or it's just like, what is happening? <laughs> and Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just like, I don't know. It's kind of like, it kind of sucked me in though. Um, I I can see the the comparison you guys made, but that's that wasn't my initial thought. But now I, it doesn't make me like it less because it's better than the gorillas. But um, yeah, it's just like, I don't know. It makes me like anxious, but kind of excited. And you just get caught in the flow of the chaos, and you're like, okay, see what happens. I don't know what flow way. you're talking about, man. I could not find a flow in that. Well, you need to <laughs> get on another level, son. You'll understand. The scales will fall from your eyes. <laughs> you should check out Zach Hill if you've never checked out his drumming. He's a madman. He's like drums like Zach. I did. I did want to mention, like earlier, you asked the question if we were aware of Hella, and I am aware of Hella because you showed me them like 15 years ago or maybe 10 years ago. Oh yeah. I don't know. It was oh, a yeah. long time ago, but <laughs> I, I am aware of them specifically because of you, and that's how I discovered Death Grips. Also, so nice. cool projects. Thanks for introducing me to those. Um, yeah, throw some chaos in there. Some chaos. Chaos. <laughs> the chaos factor. Trying to eat but some then, lemon heads okay. over here. So we go from we go from the ILYs to a little Zappa, a little a little a little Frank Zappa. Yeah. Uh, then let's go, he, he, did he ever go by Francis Zappa? He tried to on one album, then found out that that is not his real name. His real name actually is just Frank. <laughs> he was just a Frank after all. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, I'm gonna go by Francis on this one. Like, no, you're not. <laughs> Tough boy. Hey, uh, uh, peaches in just... regalia, dude. Hang on, I got a qu- I got a question about naming conventions. I'm going to stop this whole conversation dead. Everyone, stop. This is important. Can <laughs> Shut you the fuck inst- up. <laughs> so you can have a, a nickname or like if you're a Robert, you can be a Bob. Like you can make a shorter version. Like why is there a rule that you can't make a nickname for yourself that's like longer than your name? So like wow. if you're a Robert, you you just tell people you go by Robertissimo or something. <laughs> you just make a longer name. That's like an so- alias, not a nickname. <laughs> Yeah, as a man with many nicknames, I say do whatever you want and suffer the consequences. Or have them forced upon you. You go by Caleberto. Yeah, I like that, actually. (laughs) I think in the instance of Frank, it was like a a royalties thing. Like, he wasn't Frank Francis Zappa, so he wasn't going to get paid for Francis Uh, Zappa's work. Oh, that makes (laughs) sense. Some random guy named Francis Zappa just collecting royalty checks. (laughs) Frank Zappa's just waiting around for him. Like, where the fuck are they? They're supposed to be. I I thought they were coming. (laughs) They should be in the mail. (laughs) How could the music studios not figure that out, though? Like. Are all of were the, all of that label's artists just their names? Yeah, the 60s were a tough time for musicians. <laughs> they didn't have bands back then. They didn't have like stage names. They just they just went by their names. Hi, I'm I'm Doris. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like uh, you know, everybody was so and so in this band. You know, like uh, Ray Charles. Uh, oh yeah, uh, was his name actually Ray? Then was it not Raymond? Rayberto, Rayberto <laughs> Charles. <laughs> all right, all right. We're thinking way too much into this. Peaches and regalia. Peaches and regalia by Frank Zappa. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. Originally, what a, what a fucking great tune, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. It's great. It's uh, palatable for his music. Like, I had originally picked this song called "Holiday in Berlin" because it's like my favorite melody that he's written. 
but it's like three minutes of song and then probably like five minutes of just like guitar noodling and like drums and wood blocks and shit. So I picked one that was maybe a little easier to listen to. This one definitely has like a certain Legends of Zelda quality to it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like you could, you could do some like adventuring Slang, and, and like you could like, you could easily, like I could easily see myself like, like just wandering around Hyrule. You know, hacking shrubs, collecting fucking. <laughs> oh my god, I'm blanking out rubies. Yeah, and uh, you know, just doing stupid like stupid like side missions and, st- and shit like that. You know. Yeah. Like it's, like, it's got this like it's got this like really simple sort of like video game kind of like like vibe to it with uh, some like this. I don't know. Like I don't know. Is it string work or something? Yeah, those horn flashes and stuff. Yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. Cartoony. A lot of his music is, you know, intended to be that kind of cartoony sounding. That, that's a better way of looking of yeah. thinking about it. Like it, it's got this like you know, a bizarre cartoony quality that really just fucking. I loved it, dude. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Like, and again, it felt like familiar to me. And I'm sure it's probably, honestly, it's probably something I've heard like maybe like around you. Or yeah, around, I might like, put it on. Yeah. I, I probably got into Hot Rats around like 2010 or 2011. So <laughs> yeah, it was around then. It was drifting around, but yeah, yeah, it just sounded really familiar. But it's like fucking yeah, it, I I got lost in it. So I don't know about the rest of you guys. What what about the rest of you? This um, was oh, go for it. No, you go, Nick. All right, this one was kind of a roller coaster for me. Um, it would just kind of hop back and forth between parts that I just loathed and parts that I loved, like <laughs> jumping out at me. Like I really like a lot of the flute work in this. I absolutely adored. And then it got a lot better, I think, towards the back half. But the song I also found very annoying because one of his like primary melodies and motifs that he uses in it is just the lick. Mm-hmm. And that drove me fucking nuts. I couldn't, I can't listen to an entire song built around the lick <laughs> and, and not think, it's, it's a meme. <laughs> it's a meme. Oh, well, there it is again. Yeah. But so- yeah. Just keeps going. I'll That's say it. it's Frank Zappa. <laughs> yeah, I I know that this is probably like a sin, but I've never really explored into Frank Zappa at all. Like I I know the name, I've listened to a few songs here or there, but I like if you put on his most popular, famous song, I wouldn't be able to tell you who it was. So I, I would say this is one of my first big exposures to it. And once I was done with it, I was like, I feel like this is a song I would have really enjoyed when I was on shrooms, but sober, it's fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, it definitely, I could see it being a, a, a way more wild ride, uh, if you will. Yeah. But, yeah, but I, 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 I liked it. It That's the thing. So... Maybe it's a little bit better than fine. It's good. <laughs> it's been elevated. <laughs> He's another guy with a ton of variety too. So you know, anything you know throughout the years, it changes. You know, there's more like traditional rock, like classic rock style stuff, and then a doo wop album. There's a lot of jam, you know, jamming and stuff. But the doo wop album, "Cruising with Ruben in the Jets," that's a winner. That's solid gold if you like doo wop. Cruising with Ruben and the Jets. That's just such a fucking awesome name. <laughs> yeah, oh. that's great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. To Caleb, Caleb, what about you, man? How'd you feel about this about the Zappa? So this is this is definitely not the first time I've heard this song. Um, because I remember that that like, you know, during uh Technicolor uh Waldo's 
practices and jams and stuff uh you and rex would put this on and i i specifically remember this song but i haven't heard it since then um and yeah it's it's like i haven't done as much of my own exploring into frank um as maybe i should but like i respect him a lot but some of it's like i gotta be in a mood for because it is it's really all over the place um he's kind of a mad scientist but um i I like this song um i thought it was kind of yeah it was goofy and it kind of gave me the like i I like the the zelda reference that was nice but the part that really stuck out to me was the like about two-thirds of the way in um there's like those roto toms and and then the little like fluty synth whatever thing and that's just <laughs> yeah. that, that that just did it for me i was like yeah okay <laughs> but the album cover scares me which is oh, yeah. something that keeps happening <laughs> that lady's freaking me out yeah haunting <laughs> coming out of a grave dusty have you have you gotten much into frank zappa in the, have you dug you into know, it before? I, uh um a lot like jameson like well, i never really listened to him and i probably couldn't tell you if you know like what his hit song was or if you put it on i don't know just maybe it just passed me by i'm sure i've heard this before especially you know past room trips or, or whatever so yeah, we just yeah. put throwing it on the tp or but yeah the same way but it's a good groove you know it's it it takes me back reminds me of like some sort of generic music that would be in the background on one of the animated token movies especially the hobbit or something but i also get that video game vibe where you're just you know it's a it's a nest game and it's just overhead and you're (laughs) cruising around you have that melody exactly man yeah it's cool i've i kind of got that too once i was like listening to a lot more frank zappa and then like Mm -hmm. playing older games it seems like there's some sort of crossover between those Japanese music composers for video games and I love Frank Zappa. (laughs) They're probably all tripping while they're composing this I mean, Frank was famously drug free, so but he made music for the freaks. Wow. (laughs) That's wild. I didn't know that. Also, there's this really awesome like yeah. Uh, documentary that I I I I I've, I've well I can't attest to it being awesome. I've heard really great things about it, and I, I, I'm I'm looking forward to checking it out. Yeah, uh, yeah it's like a Frank Zappa document. Have you seen that Jasper at all? Yeah, definitely. I did. Yeah. Thumbs yeah, up. Thumbs I think it's good. He's you know interesting. The dude just like made music nonstop. That's what he did. He just like wrote music all the damn time. And just yeah. which yeah. is pretty fucking cool. That is really fucking cool, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, inspiration. Hell yeah. Uh, all right. Well, here's a diving into the track that I was kind of familiar with. I was, I was happy to see it pop up on air. Uh, a snarky puppy track. Jasper, yeah. why'd, you choose, why'd you choose this snarky puppy track? And, what is, and which track is it? Okay. So this, oh shit. I don't have it. Let me check it out real quick. I've, oh, I, it's uh, Tarova. Tarova, right. The first track on uh, Colcha Volcha. So I had never heard of them. I was listening to a lot of music like them. I was a, I'm a big fan of Bad, Bad, Not Good. Um, you know, I've, I've been for a long time. Um, and my friend Cody over in Spokane was like, hey, you want to go see this jazz band? And we're like, oh, sure. Yeah, let's go see it. So we get like ripped to the tits and we go to like the Spokane <laughs> Convention Center. And we're like, man, there's nobody out here. This is so weird. And they're not selling alcohol. It's so bizarre. <laughs> they're not selling so, alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> 
we go into the like auditorium and it's a fucking like regional high school jazz band competition <laughs> with Snarky Puppy <laughs> as the headliner. What? Like, there's all these like kids in band uniforms and we have like the last three seats in the house dead center. <laughs> and we're like, oh no. <laughs> but Snarky Puppy <laughs> fucking shredded. They were so good. It was the first time I'd heard of them. Awesome way to see them. And like, this album is great. This is like, one of my favorite songs from it. I think it's like, it's so like tight and compact and just like good, like new jazz. Yeah. But the whole album is just so damn good. Dude. Yeah. They're, they're, they are like a great example of new, of what like jazz is, what is jazz is currently, you know, uh, or evolving from, um, it's, it's fucking awesome. Actually. I'm just really glad that you put it on there because there hasn't been, uh, enough jazz representation around, if you ask me. And we've been floating the idea about doing a jazz list. And so I, okay. I, had, I had thought about doing, you know, like what kind of newer jazz I'd put on here. And Snarky Puppy immediately popped into my mind. So oh, yeah. I, I was I was at home with this one, man. Jameson, yeah. how'd you feel about this track, though? Fuck. Well, <laughs> I'll say that jazz list is going to be real fucking tough for me. I'm going to have to do some deep fucking digging. Agree, agree. Like, there's nothing wrong with this, but it's way too horn heavy in the middle for me. Like, I I just... And then the keys were bothersome throughout. It's just... It's just not for me. It's not my cup of tea, and... I feel like my jazz list, because I know that we'll get to it eventually. Like, I don't know what you guys are going to get, but don't be expecting too much. <laughs> We've been warned. We've been warned. But, Caleb, what about you? Um, so, uh, I remember Jasper, uh, I was having a conversation with him at our reunion, and I was like, so I'm trying to find some jazzy stuff. And,. You're going to have to remind me some of the other ones you recommended because I, I I don't know. It might have been like Pete Holdsworth or something like that. Check out Ghost Note also. I don't know. But I was, I, I specifically, I was like, ooh, guitar jazz. Yeah, um, yeah. But anyway, um, I, I remember you saying Snarky Puppy and um, I failed miserably and hadn't checked them out. Um, but I'm going to now because that song was fucking sweet. I liked the, the funky like vibe to it. It kind of, it was like, I don't know. It could have been a cool like montage for a '70s like, you know, vice detective movie or something. <laughs> and yeah. I, I liked it. Just got bigger as it like went along, and like the end with the the all the synth stuff and the the horns was was pretty sweet. And I am so jealous. I would have loved to have been sitting with you guys at that. And even more, I would have loved to have been sitting somewhere where I could just watch you guys high at your minds <laughs> around all these high school kids just flipping out. Yeah, it was, it was a surprise. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was really good. I like this one a lot. Dusty, what about you, man? How'd you feel about Snarky Puppy? It was a groovy beat. I'm not um, much like Jameson. I'm, jazz is out of my... I don't know. I don't understand it. it I mean, I, I, don't, I don't mind it. It's... yeah just i never really got into it much but i mean this is more than just the boring ass jazz you know nightclub jazz shit 
you know, right. this at least has some like variety to it with the guitars and, and everything. And it's not just like so much just random shit <laughs> that, that jazz <laughs> can so much, you know. I don't know, would you, how what would you categorize this? Is this mid afternoon jazz? Is this evening jazz? I'd say, I mean, this, I'd venture on even night jazz, man. The, I think this is nightclub jazz. jazz almost. I, I, yeah. I think I, this is like the main event jazz. I think this is afternoon delight jazz. Ooh. I was going to say, is this porn jazz? I don't yeah. know if it's porn jazz. It's not steady <laughs> enough. They, they've, got, <laughs> <laughs> they've got some funkier tracks, though. A little little bit more funk in there. And oh, yeah. Easily become some, some porn jazz. I like All the you need to know. Of it. I'll, like, I'll give them that. All you need to know about jazz is that it's seventh uh, chords and drum fills. That sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> I'll buy it. Just play the wrong notes a bunch of times, but do it on purpose. And that's jazz, baby. It's all about branching out as long as you can make your way back. <laughs> that's right. You can go as far as you fucking want as long as you have a way back. <laughs> all right, Nick, what about you, though, man? How'd you feel about, about the snark? 10 out of 10 will play Snarky Puppy again. Um, nice. I was I was already aware of them. Actually, Rex showed me these guys probably like i don't know maybe five or six years ago nice. i think probably about the time that you guys were listening to them yeah it might have been i definitely showed him he dropped by every once in a while so yeah hell yeah but uh snarky puppy is outstanding like if, if if anyone asks me like gun to my head my first like if they want an introduction into jazz like this is it listen to snarky puppy you're gonna have a good time it's gonna be fun you're gonna see some absolutely unbelievable musicians Everyone in Snarky Puppy is like stupidly talented. I don't know where they find these people because they just keep making the band bigger. And I don't know. There's like 15 people in Snarky Puppy at any given time or more. Yeah, they're like originally from, I think, the University of North Texas. And now they're based out of New York. So there's like a world musician band. Mm -hmm. Pull people from all over. They're super good. And they've led to me discovering or actually exploring a lot of other things, particularly this next artist that we're going to talk about in a oh, minute. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. Definitely. You're, talking, you're talking about Thundercat. I'm talking about our boy. Boy. Uh, <laughs> dude, I, I saw Thundercat at uh, Capitol Hill Block Party one year. It nice. was fucking nice. juicy, dude. It was like so good. it was like that, but and then like a couple a couple acts later, it was Run the Jewels. So it was a pretty sweet set. Uh, but yeah, Thundercat just like like where dude. like where where how how does he <laughs> how does one like do the things that he does? But Tokyo, yeah. dude, like I love that you put Tokyo on here because yeah. I immediately latched onto him as an artist as soon as I heard them Dragon Ball Z references mixed with the music. I was just like, yep. you know, I love him. <laughs> well, doesn't he yeah. have that what some other song where he's like, he's getting laid, but he's wearing a Dragon Ball Z onesie? Dragon, Dragon Ball Z rag. That, yeah. that's what it's that was the first choice. That's what I changed it. <laughs> yeah, he also has a song with uh, Michael McDonald. Is it, is it Michael McDonald? Yeah, Michael McDonald yeah. and um, one of those other fuckers. Damn, like dude. Michael Bolton. So, I want to say Michael yeah. Bolton for some reason. So Jasper, what brought you, what what made you put Tokyo on the list over all that? Uh, so obviously a big fan of Thundercat. I already had a lot of jazz on there, but I felt like I couldn't not put Thundercat on there. And this one's like a little different than his other stuff. You know, the vibe's like a little bit darker. It actually reminds me a lot of like Minus the Bears, Planet of Ice, which like I'm a huge fan of. Like just that like the arpeggios and the sort of like breathy, like breathy synth sounds, and, like arpeggios and shit. So uh, that 
and like you know the chirpy sounds i love it and just like the goofiness like i'm gonna eat so much fish i'm gonna get sick i'm gonna blow all my cash on anime like <laughs> just so goofy and funny i don't know and then like with the awesome you know thundercat musicianship you know just a cool track from this album that you know like, drunk is so good so i don't know yeah, just a, a cool like deep cut from it it feels like yeah i i agree i think it's not i think it's one that gets kind of I mean, it gets attention some, but the more than some tracks off that, but it definitely gets overshadowed by like the more popular tracks for sure. But mm-hmm. this is a, yeah, I, like I said, I, I was glad that this was this one was on here. Thundercat is like it's. I think you're right when you say like there's just kind of like this disarming goofiness about about the music, mm-hmm. uh, about like some of the things that he's saying that makes you like get sucked into the music itself a little bit more. You know, because, yeah. because you, you know, it's like clearly he, this is a, somebody who can really play, but they're willing to be just sort of like funny and off the cuff with yeah, you know, while like being like a fucking amazing at what they're doing in the meantime, which is yeah, uh, really fucking cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I and like you know, the, just like the style of music, like this modern like future funk style. I'm so into like. I wanted to put Anderson Pack on, but there just like wasn't room, you know. Like I'm a huge fan of Anderson Pack. If any of you are into like future funk and that sort of thing, I only know Anderson Pack from Trolls World Tour, which Caleb does as well. So, yeah, well. <laughs> I mean, he did do a good song. For them. <laughs> oh man, Caleb, how'd you feel about about this uh, Thundercat? Um. It took me a couple of listens to catch all the lyrics, and when I did, I was just chuckling so hard. Like I like like the the lyric you mentioned, uh, Jasper. Like right after he says, "I'm gonna blow all my cash on anime," and he goes, "Yes." <laughs> I just I I, I, just, I like spit in my car. <laughs> I was I was laughing so hard, but yeah, it's like it's silly, but it's really really well done, um, and. I, I just want to like know what what's going on on that album cover like you oh, okay bud like it's, <laughs> yeah. we got to make sure he's he doesn't drown creepy. he's in a recruitment he's ad creepy. for the navy seals <laughs> i know that's I, I, that's what it seemed like he was doing some some special ops shit yeah he's rise up out of the water look around a little bit and then go right back down yeah as, as someone who's done that i i can so i can you know approve but anyway um <laughs> You did that in a lake when you were swimming. Yeah, I did. But I did it. <laughs> Fuck you. Did you have goggles um, on? No, I had a I had a boonie hat on though. Yeah, it looked it looked pretty sick, won't lie. Send you some links. <laughs> um, <laughs> links links later. Keep your keep your But anyway, Thundercat <laughs> was cool. I haven't really listened to him a whole lot, but um I'm interested to see what his other stuff is like because he's a silly, very talented man. And I like that. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Dusty, what about you? I like Thundercat. I was like, I, I thought you changed this song because like, I remember a different one on there, and I was I was actually pretty surprised that Jeremiah didn't have it on his, just because that's that's where I first heard of, of uh, Thundercat and all his jazzy stuff. Watching the watching his tiny desk is pretty good. If you've oh, yeah. not seen that, yeah. <laughs> highly recommend it. It's, he's super talented. It's crazy what he can do, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a. I definitely started to dig more into it. The more I listened to it, more got catchy to me. So I, I highly recommend Oops, yeah. anybody check out Thundercat. But it's a good track, you know for sure. And 
I like his stuff, so. Yeah. Nice, nice. It'd be really fun to fucking see him again, honestly. Oh, I'd like to as well. It's a crazy live show. Yeah. Yeah. Nick, what about you, man? Thunder. Once again, 10 out of 10. Excellent choice. Thundercat was cool as hell. And I think uh, I think it was you, Jared, that mentioned that this song was like kind of overshadowed shadowed by some other tracks that he has. Mm-hmm. Like Dragon Ball do right? Um, but I'd never heard this one before, and this fucking slaps. It's super good. I absolutely loved all of the synth tones that he chose on there. I, I, it felt like I, I actually knew half of those synths, like off the top of my head. It, it felt like I, I heard a DX in there, like a Yamaha DX FN synth. Like, I'm almost positive that I heard some type of Roland chorus on one of those synths for the chords. It was just, I loved it. And then, of course, he's got that like bass synth tone that he's got for that. Yeah, boom, 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 boom. Oh, yeah. God, so good. So I uh, loved it. Hmm. He's Thundercat. I, no one has anything bad to say about Thundercat. <laughs> oh, really? Jam- Jameson? I've got so, my finger on the button, my friend. Hold my beer, oh, nerd. Hit that <laughs> fucking button. <laughs> because. I don't do this very often. I don't ask for the fucking gavel, but I will say right fucking now, I hate this. I I really don't like it at all. And I love you all, and I'm glad that you enjoy it, but the fucking music is boring. I hate his vocal styling, the just like random talking. It's bad i don't like it the vocal or the lyrics are stupid and i don't even like vocals i don't care about vocals but they're fucking dumb i hate this yeah yeah dude like, oh my god Hang the on. same opinion like my, my wife has she does not like thundercat and the same thing she's like all this shit thing is so stupid and it's like fart sounds and it's just like fast bass playing <laughs> yeah yeah somebody who hates thundercat so it's better is thundercat it. better or worse than devon townsend it's better for sure oh fucking <laughs> <laughs> i because thought we were gonna make it through one uh, no, like close, thundercat isn't just like he's not just dio singing over between the buried and me b-sides <laughs> yes <laughs> yes thank you i love it <laughs> That sounds about right. Uh, auxiliary gavel. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Uh, uh, Thundercat's got us riled up one way or another. It's got us riled up. <laughs> I did not see that coming. Thundercat, oh, we know you're listening. God. Thank you. That was that was that was a blindside hit right Ile there. I you fucking showed sniffers. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let's just let's just energize right into Fighter X, man. Oh this yeah! Now rock. Okay, it just like this song just unleashes. It, it, honestly, it just goes. All of a sudden, you're in a fighting game and you're fucking like fighting pixelated <laughs> bad baddies for your life. You know, you're. Where did this song come from, Jasper? Um, I found Fighter X through a like chiptune project that the guys from Mothra had like way back in the day, and Fighter X is from Seattle. Uh, he's like a chiptune DJ from out there, and I love like video game music and chiptune stuff. So like, yeah. this is the closing track to his EP, Apathy, Passion, Vehemence. It's so good. The whole thing's like a suite, like five songs that all tie together. It's incredible. I like to make chiptune music. I've got some of my own. It's just like one of those things that hits well, my soul. I love 8-Bit. Hold on a second. You said you have some of your own. We might as well take a moment here. Yeah. Uh, do so. you have any? Do you have any available? 
Absolutely. If you go to my SoundCloud, which is Diarrhea Warning, and you go to my liked tracks, you can find one called Basura Solamente by Og. And that is me kind of like, I did a mix of my LSDJ songs. Nice. You can find it there. Hell yeah. I've listened to it, man. It's fuck. If, 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 when listening to this, if you got, if you like it, hot dogs or council members, like definitely check it, like go to the, his SoundCloud and check that out. And, and hot dogs, if you actually hate it, um, so do we. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's just drift down down there. Nick, what do you have to say about Fighter X here? About Fighter X? This was fucking awesome. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm pretty sure you showed me Fighter It was either you or Andy Meats showed me Fighter X many, many, many years ago. <laughs> and it was a fucking banger then. It's a banger now. I totally forgot about them. And I was listening to it on the way back from the gym today. And it, it just came on. Just big rush of like fucking nostalgia. That, that sweet ass chiptune set. Fighter X is like... So I, I want to talk about his arrangement skills here because he's working with such a limited tool set and he was still able to make sounds that were just like this big, this dynamic. It's fucking incredible. Like, well done. Good music. <laughs> I'll jump on that too. Like, it's really fucking cool. I can't, like, I've never seeked out, you're saying chiptune is this jar? <laughs> It's Is fucking, it, it's really cool. I like it a lot. I, I don't know that I would really listen to it on a consistent basis, but it's got a ton of energy and it's, yeah, it's really fucking cool. I like this one a lot. Nice. Nice. Dusty, what about you, man? How'd you feel about Fighter X? Oh, dude, it gives me that nostalgia for sure, which probably plays into a huge part of why we like it. But. <laughs> Nostalgia with the hard rocket, but I, yeah, I remember. Just, didn't you have those tracks like on a Game Boy or something like that, Jasper? Yeah, yeah. Like I just started making them like right there at the end of 2010, and spent mm. like the next year or so making them. Yeah, for sure. No, I like this. It takes me back. I feel like I'm playing Metal Gear Solid on the NES, and <laughs> 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 you're battling. Yeah, or just yeah, just some hard rocking like that. But no, I enjoy this quite a bit. It gets, you have to be in the mood for it for sure but it gets you going speak for yourself but <laughs> <laughs> always chiptune mode Caleb are you in chiptune mode um yes uh I I remember I was there I believe the day you oh, got yeah. your LSDJ and I remember all of the I, I remember fighter X we listened to this album a lot um and I don't know if I ever told you this but um was it uh a girl i dated like 15 years ago um it's her cousin she's like oh that's so-and-so yeah um, so you know we got some short degrees of separation that's neat i guess but um yeah. yeah it was it was fun to to revisit this it's been a while and man i just yeah it's it there's nothing wrong with with some chiptune uh <laughs> I, I i do enjoy it sometimes in other uh genres of music and other songs i'll hear it kind of peppered in but i i do really actually i think it's great just dedicated chiptune symphony yeah yeah of all like the edm that i've ever gotten into it's probably the one that i've hung on to the most and still like listen to regularly and then you know big fan of horse the band and their use of all of that sure. fair enough gotta mention them don't really have any metal on my uh playlist here but Gotta give honorable mention. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, we've had plenty of metal. 
No, you <laughs> haven't. Not enough. Wait, we, uh, metal's tired and over. Metal's, metal's Shut up. Over. We gotta no. wait for Metal 2 to come out. Listen, yeah, no, there's half of my fucking playlist just lost in the ether. You guys have not had enough metal. <laughs> Fair enough, Caleb. You, anyway. Caleb, well, you, get, you come up with a new 10-track metal playlist, and we'll do just that. Oh, just, so oh just so James just, can shit all it's, over it. It's going to be all Devin Townsend. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Whatever you got to do to get by, okay? okay. Dude, uh, anyway. so the next track, dude, the next track, it fucking case, oh, yeah. man. Conquistador by Guantanamo Baywatch. <laughs> I think the kids yeah. say it slaps uh, if, they, if, if they like it as much as I do. I, this is definitely a contender for like top top track for me. I think, like I love the yeah. energy of this track, man. Uh, yeah, and awesome. I love the name of the band. <laughs> the, yeah, the obviously the names would drop drew me in when I saw it. I was like, well, I'm not gonna not listen to that because what a fucking <laughs> name. Uh, but I just love surf music so much. And that's something I've come to find in the last few years is I just fucking love surf and like the sort of like 50s, 60s, like pop soul-ish, you know, vibe that's going on too. But yeah, just surf music. Like I got really into Waves. They're kind of like a pop punk surf band. I don't know if anybody knows Waves, but King of the Beach, great album to check out really good um or like surfer blood if you're into more indie stuff another great like you know surf kind of band so I'll just check the, yeah as oh, the yeah. resident pop punk apologist i'm definitely gonna look into waves oh yeah dude, king of the beach uh i'm not generally a pop punk fan but it is one that i'll put on often Nice. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look yeah. that up. But yeah, I, I I really enjoyed this track, man. Like I like like you, Jasper. I I similarly have kind of um in the last like I don't know handful of years, kind of gotten into surf <laughs> surf rock, I guess for for lack of a better term. Yeah. And, I mean, I think that the kind of like that like you know bleeds into like uh, the same sort of a similar energy that you get from like rockabilly music later on. Like I mean, it gets a little harder down down the line as you go down that chain. But yeah. yeah. Rockabilly is kind of like corny for me. My brother really likes it, but I, mm. uh, yeah, I don't know. Surf is just where it's at for me. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> it's your zone. You hit the you hit the waves. <laughs> yeah, when I'm out shredding the gnar, you know. <laughs> shredding the gnar, yeah, dude. Drop into that tube. <laughs> that cement fucking gnar. Wiping out Nick- and getting shredded by the reef. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, would you, uh, shark? would you? Would you? Would uh, you? take Guantanamo Bay watch to the beach with you this is some surf rock dick dale bullshit and I am here 100% for it <laughs> hell yeah Ooh. and oh my god I, I heard this one it immediately just like hit this this little spot in my brain because I mean dick dale was like one of the first I, I don't super guitar driven music like if you're gonna look towards one of the earliest like best examples of that like dick dale is it like he drives all of the music with his guitar playing surf rock just fucking went from there Guantanamo Baywatch was the shit I can't believe so I remember seeing their name on the Halloween playlist and I when I was triaging I didn't have time to check them out mm-hmm. so I'm super stoked we got to talk about them today they're super cool this is going to be one of my the most played songs probably of the year oh yeah oh yeah really they're big. like yeah originally from Portland they've out of like some small town in Arizona now so they're not like a huge band either but just killing it it That's makes cool, sense man. I'm digging it Dusty, how'd you feel about this uh, about this song? Uh, I think I'm gonna stay off the beach. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go in the water. 
I don't know. I, I've never been a fan of this genre of music. Darn. Maybe it's just because that Dick Dale song was just so overplayed, and that's whenever I think of this genre, that's all I can hear. And so yeah. maybe it's just the lack of exposure or just me just not caring. <laughs> but yeah. We'll give it a I mean, it's understandable. <laughs> I mean, it, I feel like I'm on a beach, and I'm like, all right, well, that's great, but I, I don't like beaches. My ideal vacation is not sitting on a beach, so. <laughs> I have to it, agree with you on I mean, that one. I'm, I'm, I yeah. am with you there, too. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's not bad. It's just not Oh, I would me. like to go somewhere where I can be both awkward and sweaty, just in public. <laughs> that sounds great. Mm-hmm. Dude, I can do that at home, man. <laughs> yeah. <say> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Caleb, how'd you feel about about it? So I'm I'm of a mind uh, with Nick. I I'm a big fan of uh, that kind of Dick Dale. You know, I it it, it makes my arm tired listening to it. It's <laughs> like holy shit, man! How are you picking that fast for that long? But it made me want to do that stupid surf dance and the twist and stuff. And <laughs> I really liked that like wet slapback reverb on the guitar. And oh yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. It's, it's, it's classy and I fucking dig it. Um, I'm kind of scared to surf because I don't like being out in the ocean. There's monsters out there. It's not scary. They they did actually kill Jaws, just so you know. So he, that, his that children over. are out there. But um, no, I, I'm 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 stoked to like put this on, sit on the beach, even though it's not my favorite either. But I like to go to the beach, drink a mai tai, smoke a J. Yeah, yeah. Oh, to yeah. drive drive through the desert to get to the beach, you know. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> I like. I also like the album cover on this one. Who doesn't love a a, a boar skeleton? I like yeah. boars when they're dead. <laughs> Jason, well, how, how'd you how'd you feel about this track? Well, my favorite boar vacation. Skeleton. Boar skeletons are cool. I I prefer <laughs> the meat that's on them. But anyways, um, fair enough. My. My favorite vacation is sitting at home all day. But if I had to f- <laughs> pick a second favorite Ox. vacation, it's probably Hawaii. So I would say, like, I I dug this one. I feel like if I was going to decide to try and surf, which I probably never will. But if I was going to, I would drop a tab of acid and listen to this song and i would be an amazing surfer like it would be great like i i know i would immediately be good at it listening to this and high on acid but anyways uh, that no and the instincts just take hold and all of a sudden exactly you are one exactly like this song and the acid blend together to make me a like i'd be surfing the pipeline and just fucking killing it yeah um, no. But I, also, for some reason, I believe you, man. <laughs> super Tarantino-esque reminded me of Pulp Fiction a lot. That's um, Dick Dale. That's Miser Lou by Dick Dale. That's the yeah. one song that I also don't need to hear ever again. I, I don't know. Right. I don't know about that. But yeah. And There's I like, love Pulp Fiction, so it's great. Yeah. Comanche is another song that's on there. Like during the um, uh, thrift store scene or the whatever pawn shop scene, Comanche shadows, the gas, uh, yeah, saxophone ripping riff. 
Oh man. Uh, Good shit. This also, just side note, the the name of this band reminded me that uh, me and Jeremiah used to play like regularly, like a band we we had used to play regularly with this like group called Kim Jong Illin. And they were just oh. one of the, they were another one of those names. Like anytime you saw them on the fucking bill, you're just like, I don't know what that is, but I just want to see that. Like, <laughs> <Sick>. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. It's like, yeah, it's the same effect with that. Like no matter what, you're going to like look into that and then you're going to get sucked in because of the fucking music a little bit, I think. Uh, but dude, the next track, I knew that you were probably going to put some on here. Cause I just figured it like there's, it was inevitable. <laughs> King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, uh, Crumbling Castle. So why Crumble and Castle, of um, this 10-minute masterpiece? Yeah, so originally <clears throat> I had like a blood incantation song here, like a nice heavy death metal song, but I took it off and kind of switched the vibe a bit around, and I wanted to put some good King Gizzard in there. And they have a lot of different styles, but like there's something about this song, you know? It's so epic, and like I know the length can be off-putting, but like there's just so much going on. Like for being a long song, it's like... It, I don't know to me it like draws me in there's just so many awesome epic parts and like to see it live and the song they chain it into and the whole experience is like incredible have you like, seen them live? I, yeah I got to see oh, them nice. yeah the last time they were in the US for the Rat's Nest tour at uh, the Paramount dang dude yeah yeah that yeah uh, I, I, I get cool. the yeah I've heard just incredible things about their live shit. Yeah, it was a great show for sure. Um, and I'm a huge King Gizzard fan. Celebrate the entire catalog. Uh, yeah, I know it's not for everybody, but like I just went off the deep end with it at some point. I was listening to a lot of like Snarky Buffy and Thundercat and jazz and like <clears throat> Zacky Force Funk, a lot of just weird music. And I found King Gizzard and like the OCs and just like got so into that garage psych rock like style. And uh, I'm coming off of like two or three years of just nonstop King Gizzard. <laughs> Damn, dude. Jameson, yeah. how'd you feel? How'd you feel about this, uh, about the King Gizzard? Yeah, so I had tried to listen to King Gizzard so many fucking times. Like, I collect vinyl. And so following <laughs> on like Reddit forums and stuff, like Gizzard, King Gizzard comes up all the time. And. Oh, yeah. And I had tried so many times pulling up random songs on YouTube and a lot of their music is super chaotic and I hadn't been able to really get into it at all. But <laughs> I'm stoked you put this song on here because this is probably my contender for top song on the playlist. I dug it all the way through. It's right. fucking awesome. I liked it a lot. Um, I feel like there is maybe a one minute section at the end that I was like, okay, this is getting a little heavy for me, but I dug it. I liked it a lot. Nice. Nice. That's fucking red. Caleb, what about you? So, um, I, I found King Gizzard when I was still in the army. I had like a, um, I, I was really into like Tame Paul at the time and I found their song hot wax and that's a cool one check that out but um scary video though um <laughs> but yeah i haven't listened to all their stuff but they are just so they are all over the place i don't know how they make so much music like constantly like they do like two albums a year it seems like yeah yeah um, pretty consistently it's like it, it's an undertaking to get into them but like i really like fishing for fishies and 
um i haven't listened to this album but um this is this is a fucking roller coaster i think it's really cool the the drumming i really i really like i like the little the little rim snare clacks yeah like, yeah yeah, I like polyrhythm, polymeter. Yeah, I, I, I'm a sucker for that shit. And mm-hmm. oh yeah, yeah. this is this is great. Um, it's just like I knew it was them, but I was also like, oh, like of course, like I haven't heard this. They have ten thousand songs. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I like this one a little more than another one that we'll talk about later. But that doesn't. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's fucking epic and it's great. I liked it a lot. Nice, Dusty. Are you? I like this. the The only drawback is the length. It after a while, kind of was like, "All right, I get it." But you know, I, I like the span. I, I Jeremiah kind of introduced him to me probably a little over a year ago, and that was my first experience into this newer psychedelic rock. But you I mean? You might be able to be like, oh, well, this is a band from the 70s or, you know, whatever. <laughs> and you wouldn't know <laughs> if you didn't know a modern band. But mm-hmm. they're good. But yeah, like I said, the only drawback was probably the length on it. But mm-hmm. then again, I like shit that's long too. So yeah, they do make shorter songs. Yeah. <laughs> Nick, how'd you feel about the gizzard? I've had a, a similar experience to Jameson. Um, <clears throat> I think. Jasper, you were the first, but there have been a long line, possibly over 12, over a dozen people at this point that have all tried to get me into King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. <laughs> um, and I've tried, like, I've put a genuine effort in every single time. I've <laughs> taken all their recommendations, listen to every song I can, because I honestly, like, I want to be a King Gizzard fan. <laughs> I've put, like, a weird amount of effort into trying to like these guys, and I still just don't care. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I don't have, there's nothing. No, it's not a gavel, but they're not a bad band. Well, I didn't I just, do it. I just, they just feel like the modern day Grateful Dead, and I didn't care about the Grateful Dead either. Mm. And I, I kind of like that comparison. It, uh, I don't know. There, there were two super cool parts in this song. At around the 515 mark, um, there's like a chanting section that comes in that's super ominous sounding. Really like that part. And then it follows it with the most boring fucking guitar work I've ever heard in my life. It sounded like it sounded like like country western style chicken picking, but at like quarter speed, and just with none of the dynamics or like interesting parts of chicken picking. And punk and chunk. Oh God, this just was not fun. And then at uh, the but the the chanting part was super cool. I liked that. That was like that was kind of out of left field. And that was interesting. And then at like I think the eight minute mark or something, it the song kind of transforms into what I can only describe as like doom metal, but with the wrong type of gain stages on the guitars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah we all we all know what that is. Yeah. And it's too fast for Doom. It, yeah, it was, it's way too fast for Doom Metal. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love the kind of like juxtaposition of it being a more like classic rock guitar tone, but doing that and like yeah, just, with the harmonica just raging, like it just yeah. seems wild. The chaos is, uh, you know, a pocket also. Yeah. That, that fuzz is like my least favorite. It's the <laughs> fuzz is like my least favorite thing to put on a guitar, but it's so popular, especially with like this crowd. With like, <laughs> it's just not ew. It's gross. It's the wrong thing. It's like oh. the wrong harmonics ringing through and just harassing my eardrums. I'm gonna shove a big muff up your ass. <laughs> harassing my eardrums. It's exact. I didn't want to say. I, I didn't want to call out big muff for making one of the most sounds that I find annoying. But they they do. It's the it's a big muff. Everyone knows it. Oh well, they're not using a big muff. I 
think it's a Debbie Evertorn's Peaker and then Fender Hot Rods. I'm going to shove those up your ass. <laughs> Yeah, just I don't you know. I don't want any guitar pedals up my ass, please. <laughs> I have a big muff and it's hard to use. I don't use it very often. I recently got my like Boss Super Overdrive working, so I'm just using that instead, and it's way better, way more manageable. That makes sense. Boss makes good stuff. They do. But um, thanks, well, Boss. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Boss. Not a sponsor. <laughs> I wish we were uh, sponsored by Boss. We get some cool fucking gear, man. <laughs> Hey, admittedly, Boss, if you're looking it, for... it'd be awesome if we were sponsored by anything. Really. Yeah. <laughs> you can be sponsored by Diarrhea Warning, but I don't know if you want to go around saying that. Or you we'll, could we'll be take sponsored it. Yeah. by String Lights like Old Heart Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who is String Lights? I thought I saw them on Spotify. <laughs> I think you did. I did, too. Can somebody answer this quandary? Uh, who is... String lights. Hi, my name's Nick Flannery, <laughs> and I go by the musical artist named String Lights on Spotify, Apple Music, Pandora, and a couple other ones that I forgot. Title for some reason. Um, <laughs> and String Lights today is brought to you by Diarrhea Warning, which can be found <laughs> on SoundCloud.com. And I should also say about Diarrhea Warning, I've brought up the SoundCloud page, and the description reads as follows. Stomach cramps, hot brown rain. I think there was something wrong with the fish. <laughs> that made me really happy <laughs> in a horrible, horrible way. Just like, of course. Oh my god, god. that's that was the intent. <laughs> but like, like in all honesty, like, like both of you guys are just like have always been slaying it with music. So if <laughs> if anybody is listening, check out both these projects, Diarrhea Warning on SoundCloud and String Lights on Spotify or Apple or wherever the fuck. You know, Hell it's yeah. 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 Uh, I, I do great. hang on. I, I did I did have a note for this, but I actually wound up by accident yesterday. I was on like a modern jazz pro- like fusion progressive playlist the other day and, and the artist String Light singular came up. And they make some pretty cool music. So unrelated to my act, I kind of want to plug those guys too. They make some fun stuff. Fuck that guy. Make sure you have the (laughs) S on the end. Yeah. Or you're an asshole. (laughs) Agreed. Uh, So Jasper, I feel like this is a perfect uh, opportunity to to break from from it because the next track is quite a bit shorter than the King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard song, we'll say. Yeah, it's more or less just like some fireworks some some like fun sounds. It is absolutely fireworks. Yeah, I try to put it on every playlist. It seemed appropriate here after the really long song, slogging through it, have some fireworks to celebrate and move into the back half of the playlist. Is it, so um, it just to be clear though, it's called Mysteries of the Universe Unraveled by Man Man. By Man Man. And Man Man is a kick ass band. Um, like another eclectic, lots of different instruments and like just really cool styles. Um, a really cool band that just, I didn't have time to fit on this list. Um, check them out though. I love though that you sacrificed it. You didn't, you didn't put one of their tracks on here. You just put the fucking fireworks on here. The chance to talk about them. Yeah. (laughs) Do you really try to put this on a lot of playlists? Yeah, I put it on every playlist because I just usually have them on shuffle, and so sometimes it's just like fireworks. And then I thought it was fucking fun. I was like, "What a fun little fucking like break here!" (laughs) Yeah, who the fuck doesn't love fireworks? And I thought it was it really fitting after the King Gizzard song. Like, 
that song is so like it builds so much that it was like fireworks at the end is very fitting <laughs> oh yeah did anybody oppose this track so i have to say um nope. i don't know i don't know about man man um and the first two seconds that first firework that went off i didn't really love it it was on its own <laughs> Oh, but the one God. about like four seconds that had a little buddy with it, that one was better. But then at the end, there's like this this uh, harmonious ringing of multiple fireworks going off right before the end at eight seconds. Um, and that's I, when he I, came. That that's that's the one I really <laughs> liked. And um, I was tempted to say it's fine, but I think it's it's a real banger. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. No. Well played. Well played. So let's just move on to the next track here. Tim oh, Heidecker. I I, I I wanna I got you, wanna, you got a, you got an opinion on this man yeah, I, got, I, I didn't got think an... there's actually opinions on this man man track. I'm sorry. No, okay, no, Nick, got, what do you got? What I do you have, I have <laughs> little tidbits. Um <laughs> Uh, until this exact moment, I didn't actually realize this was its own track. I thought this was the end of the King Gizzard track. <laughs> uh, same here. <laughs> um, so that was that was actually quite a surprise to realize that was its own thing. Uh, secondly, uh, many years ago, there was a show on Fox Kids called The Ripping Friends. Um, and the main character uh, decided one day that he was going to go off and create his own little offshoot superhero. He's going to be like a masked vigilante. And the only thing he could really come up with was this, this like flesh muscle colored thing. And his alias was Man Man. And that's all this makes me think of is that show. Oh, weird. Weird. That's all man, I got. Man. I don't know the show, but the band's pretty cool. Well, we can move on. Man Man. I've, I've said so man of a man, man Man. The flesh blob. Is that what it Actually, one little tidbit with them. I think Dusty and I saw them at Bumber Shoot in 2008. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Nostalgia nugget there. Ah. Sure. That was when uh, somebody came up to us and asked their names. It was me, you, and Rex. Mm-hmm. They didn't believe our names. Yeah. <laughs> like Jasper St. Germain, Rick Shantley, Dusty. Like, those aren't your names. Those yeah, aren't real names. What are you <laughs> three people hanging out together? <laughs> Did they cut up your, your fake IDs at that point? No, I yeah. think. Yeah, it was no, just she... some chicks, I think. Yeah, she asked us for money for mushrooms, and we're like, I don't know if we really want to do any mushrooms. And she's like, Oh, I just need money for them. <laughs> like, oh. Okay. Damn you. Oh man. Yeah, fucking whack. Uh, okay, so the next yeah, track, Tim Heidecker. Tim Heidecker. When I get up, gave Soundtrack. me very. Uh, <laughs> Slump for some reason give me like Randy Newman vibes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. That's yeah. who it is. That's what it was. Oh my God. He's a big fan, I think. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, I, I didn't know Tim Heidecker made music. I mean, we, t- yeah, I think you, you I. definitely was... introduced the idea to me, Jasper, and then putting this on here, <laughs> put it in my fucking ears. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah this, uh, this is, I don't know. I'm not opposed to this. <laughs> you know, he makes that kind of music. Uh, his earlier stuff is a little bit more comedic and like his newer stuff is a little more serious, but this came from like, he made an album about Tim Can- or Herman Cain, like making fun of him. And then <laughs> these like 4chan trolls freaked out and like started these rumors about his wife, like cheating on him and this divorce that he was getting. So he just leaned into it and made an album about it, about being depressed and breaking up. 
Um, and this song, like, I found it right at the beginning of like 2020. So it's like soundtrack to quarantine, just fits it perfect. Like, when I get up, all I want to do is go to bed again. You yeah. Know? Like the perfect, like, just like, I don't know, depression line, like, oh, why get out of bed? <laughs> I'm Dude. totally out of the loop. Who's Tim Heidecker? He's Who's a comedian. Tim- uh, there's like Tim and Eric's awesome show. Uh, and some other stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. He's making dip, man. Kind <laughs> of. Yeah. <laughs> it's free real estate. Hang on. Have you not seen Tim and Eric? I put all no. this clicker up for you. Oh, what? we're gonna fuck your world up. Oh my god. Check it out with Steve Brule. <laughs> I'll give you. I'll give you a taste. Oh, what is that? Um, Moonbase. <laughs> Last uh, um, Candy tales. I think there's on cinema now. So Another pretty yeah. big one. Oh man, Neil Hamburger, Greg Turkington. That guy's hilarious. Love him. Alive. Philly hard. It's a cowboy boot. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, it's just right, dumb yeah. humor. That, so, what'd you guys, what'd you guys feel about this yeah. song, though? I have on, to say, oh, go ahead, James. Well, on this song, like, the lyrics hit home a lot because I wake up at 4.30 every morning, <laughs> and it's a fact. I just want to go the fuck back to bed. And even <laughs> on my fucking weekends, I wake up at, like, 5.30 in the morning, and I want to go the fuck back to bed. But it was it was a little boring. Um, it's fine. <laughs> oh, Dusty um, just, or Caleb? Go oh, just it. sorry. Um, but just to add to that, that that's exactly what I was thinking. And um, when Jasper was telling the story behind the song, I was like, oh shit, maybe I'm depressed. But I don't care <laughs> exactly. because exactly. Yep. I just want to fucking sleep, man. Like I don't get up that early, and I, I've been like ever since um, I've been listening to this playlist. I'm in the shower like every single morning just like go back to bed and just (laughs) just i just i want to go to bed right now and this song is my i'm tired this song is (laughs) is it's my spirit animal as the young kids would say as the young kids would say yeah it's good yeah like i said i wasn't aware that he made music so this is a nice does he have like a whole bunch of other albums and shit yeah, I think he's got like four or five total. Is he so a singer? Time. I was not expecting that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get, yeah, yeah. I get some. Uh, who sang the Toy Story songs? Randy Newman. Yeah. <laughs> Randy Newman. <laughs> a little Randy Newman vibe from this. <laughs> a certain way. I'm just kind of happy, but the, the lyrics God. are pretty fucking depressing. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's some other songs on that album that have, like funny lyrics, like you know, I'm gonna go get high with some old friends. I'm gonna get drunk <laughs> with my mother and father. <laughs> I'm gonna do what the broken hearted do. Like, I love that his lyrical yeah, style doesn't change even a little bit between his regular music and shit he made for Tim and Eric. It's just this weird, it's like his brain leaks out these thoughts in such a just bizarre way, and he just turns it into music. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. 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 Uh, well, that kind of drifts, like, that takes us into the next track, man. Like, the Beach House. It's just got yeah. this, this next song is just kind of dreamy in a way, like, it is for sure uh used to be so uh yeah where'd this song come from why why'd you fit this one in here so uh it was like my wife that listened to a lot of beach house when we first started dating so like there was a lot of beach house floating around in those early days um 
And I wasn't particularly into it, but like after a little while, it really started to grow on me and like them and like Grizzly Bear and some other just more like dreamy types of music. And like when I first heard the song, I kind of thought the lyrics were like a little bit corny, you know? And then also being like 20, you know, two, 23, being like, it's never not gonna, you know, I'm never gonna feel like I'm not the same as I used to be. I'm always gonna be this way, you know? <laughs> and then like, we didn't listen to Beach House for a little while. And then we saw them live and it was like, well, this is intense, you know? It was like at a, a different stage in life. And then we were listening to them the next morning and the song came on and I was like, holy shit. I'm like, the mirror is laughing back at me. I'm not the same as I used to be. Like the song actually speaks to me now. And I was like crying into this cheese sandwich that I was making. <laughs> it was like one of the most intense music experiences I'd had in a long time. I was like, damn. Or life damn. crisis. <laughs> Dude, that's fucking, I don't know. That, that's a great story, man. That's yeah, great. so, Thank and I've seen Beach House four times. They're, like, an awesome live band. I think they're great. The guitar playing is cool. He, like, plays guitar and does, like, bass synth pedals live. It's a cool show. Nice. Yeah, I bet. I bet it'd be fun. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it, man. Um, <clears throat> I don't know, like, it's, yeah, it's one of those, like, I, I feel like, like, you were just talking about how you just kind of were around it for a while. And then you're starting, you, then you can start appreciating it. Like, this is like, this is probably the first time I've really listened to the Beach House. But I, <laughs> I, I feel like, yeah, I'm just, I want to listen to like a little more, kind of investigate a little more, you know, mm-hmm. see if I can, like, if I can dig in there. But I really, yeah, I really enjoyed this. Yeah. Like, as far as like, band? as far as dream pop bands go, I think they're like, you know, the best. I think they're the kind of the gold standard of that style. Fair enough. Nick, what about, how did you feel about this? Uh, you said dream pop dream pop band <laughs> uh yeah it, i mean it was fine oh, it, takes it was just it, it was kind of drone it, i mean it is dreamy and i don't know I, maybe when i was listening to it i wasn't really in the i wasn't really in the mood for that i kind of wanted something that's going to jump out to me because this was just i was finding it to be boring at the time i also <laughs> should probably admit but that i never ever listened to the lyrics of a song Oh until, yeah! Like until I until I like accidentally hear them on like my fifteenth re-listen to of a song, and then I'm like, oh shit, the song's about that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm totally that way too. So like, like when I do find songs where the lyrics jump out at me, it's like, you know, to me, I mean, yeah, yeah, you know how it is when you find one that means something to you. But yeah, this this one was I don't know. I I found myself zoning out and actually thinking about other music during while <laughs> listening to this song. So. Wasn't on that on that note we've touched on it a few times but same way as nick and jasper like i don't so i don't know what the lyrics are to this they didn't hit me at all and i maybe it was just my mood when i was listening to it but it was just like too happy like the sound of the song is happy and it's like in that really like it's in that um I don't even know the words I'm fucking looking for, whatever. But it's it was too fucking happy. I didn't like it. <laughs> well, that's one of the that's one of the things I think is kind of disarming. You've used that term twice. How I mean to keep using it. That's one of the things I think is like interesting about dream pop is that like it it can come off as like positive and happy sounding, right? And and like you you dig in there and and sometimes those like droney or dreamy tones 
kind of match like the lyrical droniness and then kind of match like the lyrics themselves sometimes and like then that's when you find your true like depression <laughs> it's hidden behind the happiness right and, like, that's like the danger <laughs> i don't need but, music to find my depression listen we've all fucking found it okay it always finds me. <laughs> all right who else what do we got thought what dusty dream house I've never heard of them before, but I like this type of type of stuff. It's yeah. very much a just went in indie, you know, likeness to it. It's dreamy, I guess, but I don't really it's I guess if I mean I like the Lumineers, but if Lumineers weren't as mainstream, you know, I kinda get th- that feel from them. But yeah, yeah, no, this is good. I'll probably check out some more of this band. This is I don't know, it's soothing. I haven't really listened too much into the lyrics, but kind of like you guys said, you know, after a few times, you kind of start to pick up on things. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. you're like, all right. And that's when the song really kind of digs its, you know, its claws into you and you kind of get that reflective state and it starts to get hooked to you. So, And then you yeah. cry into a cheese sandwich. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes it'll you just... need the you need the salt from the tears to flavor <laughs> the cheese. Probably I'll the just say there's not enough cheese on this cheese sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, all right, wait. Whose thoughts are we missing? Who have we? Oh, um, <laughs> Caleb, so did, I, did you I, did you enjoy no, this track I, or not? Um, yes and no. Um, it's yes and no is how i feel about beach house i'm familiar with them they're really good um but like kind of like dusty said for whatever reason they sometimes remind me a little bit of like that kind of lumineers thing i even though they're not really like i don't Poppy, know like that yeah yeah, it, it, yeah it's definitely better um because i fucking hate the lumineers <laughs> yeah. um yeah. but there's just that little sprinkling of that kind of thing that it's like nah, i have to be it's, in the mood yeah it's the years. era it's that like late 2000s indie you know because this but, is like 2010 or something you know yeah but i mean i listened to them uh like i had a a phase where I was listening to like Tame and Paula King is um, I don't know if we can lump everyone together but that's what I was doing uh, Grizzly Bear Fleet Foxes Beach House would pop up on Pandora and oh yeah I, w- I wouldn't skip it but I didn't get like super into them so it's for me it's fine did you know that Tame and Paula was just one guy yeah <laughs> a lot of good music coming out of Perth <laughs> yeah there's a lot coming out of Spewing forth. Wait, wait. Did you say one guy? Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, what? what? Uh, let's talk about the Beach Boys. Let's talk about the <laughs> <laughs> let's. boys. Let's talk about the boys. Let's talk about the Beach Boys. Um, I've never gotten into the Beach Boys much. <laughs> so That's i don't know I why this track is on that. here jasper explain, explain thine self like where'd the beach boys come from on here? i never really got into them either you know other than like knowing them as an oldies band my dad used to play them in the wood in his wood shop on his old radio and i would have to listen to them <laughs> while holding wood at the end of the table saw for him uh, You're not holding it right, goddammit. Yeah, he'd basically just yell at me about stuff. So I, I guess maybe I just have a negative connotation with Beach Boys. 
yeah no like some of that older stuff i'm not as huge on but it's like sometime around like 2014 or something 2015 like pet sounds and this other album like smile that they put out like just kind of started to strike me in a weird way and like i started realizing that i like i mean i love surf music i've said it before i'll stand by it and like that other side of like with brian wilson's composing and just like the music that he makes and then the sort of story that follows that with like his band not following him and everyone kind of thinking he was crazy and it like sending him down like a, a psychotic break or whatever but he was making i think what's like awesome like beautiful music and like i don't know this is kind of just like a cool somber like kind of contemplative song and like it's the back half of the playlist it's mellowing out mm -hmm. and like yeah i don't know i just really like the beat i really like brian wilson stuff yeah and uh seemed like a good one to put on yeah no i i didn't mean to i didn't mean to come at you i i, I shockingly <laughs> like this this like the this particular beach boys song it like it yeah, it like it, it like makes sense that like it's from a, a more modern iteration of them. Uh, yeah. I don't know why I didn't bother looking up any more of the, like into this album, but <laughs> um, yeah, just like I mean, it fits like right after that beach house track, and that's like that's kind of what I like what I appreciated the most about like about it was like it became this like I don't know, it just it's just a good transitional song from like one to the next. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I like Beach Boys. Still not. I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave them on the beach. <laughs> They're gonna get sunburned out there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna forget to remind them to put sunscreen on, on purpose. <laughs> Jameson, how'd you feel about yeah. the beach? About the uh, about this Beach Boys song? Uh, kind of along the same lines. Like Beach Boys were never really one of the bands that I really dug into. Um, but I mean. Brian Wilson is such a legend. You know, he did so much for that classic rock sound that we all know and love that I, I feel like it's something that I should dig into more as a huge fan of that sound. But um, yeah, I thought this was actually a pretty cool song. I liked it. Um, I guess I just got to force myself to dig more into the Beach Boys. I'll get you a shovel. <laughs> One of those little sandcastle molds. <laughs> Caleb, you um, gonna be on the beach with Jameson? Looking for yeah. them boys? Um, them beach I, I, boys? I already know where they are. <laughs> I found them. Um, like th this song, my, my grandpa used to play this song for me. He had a lot of random old records and he would show them to me sometimes. But um, he specifically was like, I think he saw me running around out in the yard, like hunting birds with a bow when i was a youngin and like i cooked it in the garden there's a point um and he took me up to the record room and he put this song on and he's like this is for you leb like he's like you're not <laughs> you weren't supposed to be in this century and went to I, the, the record room but uh, he's not irish but um, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um not that grandpa um but it, yeah it, it reminds me of that um and it's still relevant to me now because i don't feel like I'm, I'm not supposed to be a 20th century man um i would agree with that like the the title and the overall feeling of the song hit home a bit yeah so you would say and, you're more of an analog man sure <laughs> but um it also kind of reminded me a little bit of like 
um, some of the tracks off of uh, Meriwether Post Pavilion on uh, by Animal Collective, yeah. like the the vocal harmonies. And yeah. I never put that together until I listened to it again. And yeah, I really, I fucking loved yeah. it. It was yeah. it was a mix of old and new for me. Right. Two thumbs. Yeah, it's definitely there, isn't it? It does yeah. sound a lot like Meriwether. That's cool. There's, there's a little bit in there, yeah. Yeah. Dusty. Oh, I've always liked the Beach Boys. My parents always listened to them like nonstop back in the day, along with the Steve Miller band. So, uh, in your bones. I, don't, I don't really remember this song. I was like, when I first heard it, I'm like, wait, is this a Beach Boys song? Like, there's no way there's Beach Boys on this playlist. <laughs> I was kind of taken aback, but I was like, that's a really good song. It's like, uh, maybe I just don't remember it from listening to them so much as a child. Or I just, you know, think of the typical surf and safari, oh, you know, yeah, type yeah. of Beach Boys. Yeah. <clears throat> but I didn't hate it, you know. I, I was like, well, this is definitely a different style of Beach Boys. That, that's definitely one more I would dig more for sure. Yeah. 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 Pet Sounds is a lot more different. I don't know. I, I dig it. Because, yeah, the mm. kind of old corny surfing songs are a bit much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. <laughs> Nick, you on the beach? I don't give a shit about the Beach Boys. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus um, Christ! That 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 said, this I had never heard of this particular song before, <laughs> and I still don't give a shit about the Beach Boys. Um, but the lyrical content actually did jump out because it's—I mean—that's what they do. They they write fun lyrics that are like crystal clear that everyone can hear, and. Um, like it was cool listening to the lyrical theme like that like because every every generation is going to have some people that just kind of feel left out or like that they were born in the wrong time like i read a book about the battle of hastings and it was even that had like a preamble about like everyone wishes they would been born in the fantasy era i don't know it's just it's just cool thinking about how every generation has like you're at at some point you're just going to feel so out of place that you're going to think that it's a different century is going to help you <laughs> it's not or something else. It's not. You're just gonna get dysentery and die. You're <laughs> just a fucking nerd. Yeah. You know how to pour you like, water. You nerd 1700s. I, I like Ren Fairs because they happen and there's like modern plumbing nearby and deep fried food. <laughs> you didn't have like deep fried food. I kind of like shitting in a hole. It's sometimes very liberating. But medieval <laughs> times didn't have deep fried like corn dogs like with big fat louisiana hot links in the middle of them renaissance fairs do so go to the renaissance fair get yourself a hot link now go go watch jousting because <laughs> fuck the jousting i'll take the fucking corn dog what are you talking dude the jousting is literally just wwe <laughs> on horses if just- i have a choice between jousting and corn dogs i'm taking the corn dogs well, every wait, time wait, bro. you don't no have to choose you, you can do both joust i'm making myself can- choose you right can now. have a corn dog in one hand and a giant fucking turkey leg in the other hand covered <laughs> in whatever sauce in you want and then you can watch the grudge dude, matches at the, at the renaissance the fair day, fuck 
you all I want is a corn dog. I want two hands of corn dog. I just go to the store and buy corn dogs. I just love that this is in this fantasy situation, Jameson. You still you just can't have it all. He's, in, he's imposing restrictions have. on himself. He's he's trapped want, by his own mind. Just I give want to be in a everything. room surrounded by corn dogs. You Dude, fuck I mean, face. I'm not, you can I'm, make that happen. I'm not against that. I love corn dogs. I have a coworker that makes fun of me because I eat corn dogs for lunch. Corn dogs, okay. <laughs> How did we get from the Beach Boys to Ren Fairs to corn dogs? Oh, all our, our listeners it's... are no longer hot dogs to me. They're corn dogs. <laughs> I'll, I'll say this. I'm, I'm converting to the corn dogs, too. We're just, I feel I'm like over there. There's, I, feel like there was, uh, I feel like I was meant to be in the 60s, but not the 60s that you would think, like the psychedelic shit. I'm talking like Mad Men style shit. You know, you you would have died in Vietnam. Yeah, <laughs> most no. of us. I, I I would have pretended to die and assumed somebody else's <laughs> identity, just like Don Draper did. Why would you assume someone else? Does, does okay, do. if you got a DeLorean, would Mad you just Men. go back in time and pretend and try to like start the Don Draper life? Yeah, like, no, I lived that life. Like literally, percent. just go back and like just You'll like assume pretend to be somebody. Like, I'm Don Draper. You just. <laughs> You just smoke and drink all day at work. I mean, what? <laughs> it's the life. Corn dog conversation got me a little is, sassy, so I'm, I'm sorry, is. guys. <laughs> the, it, luxurious. No, I understand. I love corn dogs too. They heat me up. You know, it's easy. It's easy to get oh, I like I a like legit corn. corn dog though. I like, like corn, from the I fair. Love corn dog. But I was thinking about with this song, listening to it, the like that idea of like feeling like you're not made for the times or whatever and like yeah the same thing like it wouldn't be you know you're a nerd now you'd be a nerd in any other time yep. I, I found a nice way to phrase it is that i feel timeless like mm. you know <laughs> yeah not just the past maybe the future like I a 45 year old woman maybe oh the my future. god i have i have i have a story for exactly that so i when i first got i went to western washington university and i first got there like fresh out of the army i was there on the gi bill and my brain was still operating on very much army army thinking mode. And so I get to my first math still class. Still brainwashed. Oh, very much so. Oh. And it, I get to my first math class, and I'm just kind of chatting and hanging out with some of my new classmates. And this guy tells me that he's, he's age fluid and that some days he's like a 99-year-old man and other days he's a six-year-old girl. And I was just like, stared. this is me still army mode. I'm not like this anymore. I just looked him dead in the fucking eyes and said to him, that is the dumbest goddamn thing I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> I actually wound it up is. dropping that. That's pretty real. <laughs> I dropped that class. Um, and over the next three years, learned how to talk to people like a fucking human being and not like a goddamn machine. So that I, was I don't fun... think you did one thing wrong. <laughs> that mean, is like... the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I'm not gonna lie. It, well, it's yeah, still, it, it is still is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. You, it's I, just it, that's a non-existent thing. I mean, if you you're just, age you, fluid, you're like, mentally as long as like, as long as you acknowledge uh, that that is an imaginary thing that you are doing. Like, no, I, I, I clarified. Totally I asked. I did ask. I mean? Like, so, like, for real, or is this more of just like a identify thing, or what, what's the what's the purpose of this? He's like, no, this is just this is just how it is. Time is a, a construct, and I was like, yeah, but your your biological body and brain are not constructs. It's, and then he just like kept pushing this point, and eventually it just. Okay, my fuse was a lot shorter. I, yeah, yeah. I'm getting so bothered. It's like he's a multiple personality <laughs> disorder. It's just schizophrenic. I don't Maybe. know, man. But, I didn't like him. I dropped that class. 
Uh, I, I, I placed I placed into a higher class. That's get us out of the weeds, Jared. Yeah, yeah. We're just gonna turn we're gonna turn the wheel here. Turn and we're the gonna, wheel out of the weeds. <laughs> and we're just gonna dive right back into the last track on the playlist. But another King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard song. Jasper, yeah. explain that himself. Um, it was either another King Gizzard track or another <laughs> OCs track. So there's this dope OCs track called Palace Doctor that's like have a similar vibe. Tell us about that track. Tell us about the wheel. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to choose to look into the other OCs track. <laughs> I'm just no, but, um, tell us about. Tell us about it. Yeah, absolutely. The wheel by King Gizzard um, from their album Gumboot Soup. It's the closer from that album. I think like it didn't grab me the first time I heard it. Really, but like after a little while, I just really started to enjoy the mood of it. And like the second singer Ambrose, like his singing at the end, it's so like kind of like haunting and just cool and i guess it's like a cool mood to vibe on for a few minutes yeah and if you get the vinyl of it it has a like a locked in groove at the end so it spirals in and then just that like drum fill and stuff at the end will just loop forever i think that's pretty cool that's fucking rad yeah uh yeah i i i, I like that this kind of like it should you know showcase like a, another side of the of, of the king gizzard uh yeah so I, I really appreciated that because as we were talking about earlier, they are a really diverse fucking band at times. And, and I think, and so it's a, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was, it was a cool closer. It's kind of mellow. So yeah. 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 That was a, that was the uh, goal with it too. Right. Charles. Anybody thoughts? So I thought it was I, fine. Oh, go for it. Okay. So, <clears throat> I don't know, this might be kind of a controversial take, but I feel like this reminded me of Tool a little bit. And I feel like this is what Tool like should be, at least in their newest album. I I, I can't remember the name of the song. They play it on the fucking radio over here in Spokane all the time. Of course but, they do. Like this is what Tool should be, but also at the same time like i was constantly waiting for something to happen it's like this song just edges you non-stop and then you're just kind of let down at the end <laughs> kind of a ruined orgasm exactly <laughs> fact some people are into that <laughs> not me it is no not no not me someone i know <laughs> guy i went to school with <laughs> oh man yeah, uh, he, he, other guy he went to a different school <laughs> he went to one okay <laughs> school in canada you wouldn't know the name nah no it's a different school nick how do you feel about about this this it's, king gizzard song it's still king gizzard i mean this song was super inoffensive it was pretty easy to listen to the jam was I actually did like the jam on this one. That what, is it, what are these sounds? I'm just hearing <laughs> rumbly, farty sounds. <laughs> but um, no. Anyways, it was it was it was goes. fine. It was cool. It was, it was all right. I just the electric piano in it was super cool. It did drone on to the point where I definitely zoned out. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's King Gizzard. It's, it's fine. <laughs> you just let it take you. You know. Yeah. Dusty. Reminds me of Doors. For um, sure. That Rhodes piano, man. Yeah. yeah. Just kind of the... It has to be the mood. Just kind of laid back. Just... 
No. Can't, can't put my fingers on this. It's good. I kind of get the whole edging thing, I guess, but <laughs> I don't understand the tool thing because I don't think I've ever listened to tool just because it's just too white trash for me. Now that <laughs> I've thought about it long enough, the song I'm thinking about is Fear Nocturnum. But, anyways, that continue. sounds so white trash. That sounds like an Avenged Sevenfold song. Yeah, but Bench Sevenfold is also pretty white trash. So. <laughs> That's there was a when Todd Sutherland worked at the farm with Jeremiah and I, we had this running joke like, like, oh, that sounds like like Tool's best song. Like, we said something ridiculous, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, smashed rat guts or something or, you know, like dirty rat traps. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just like, it's, I think it's a good song to end this with has a nice like good vibe for you know the outro and everything but i like that it wasn't as long as the other one so i can't say anything bad about them because there's no i mean nowadays bands aren't putting out actual music anymore i feel like so as far as far as like this genre goes so yeah. i respect them I'll, I'll put it there tip of the hat to the king caleb did, did so, you did you let the song take you away i did um it's definitely more chill and when i said earlier that i liked crumbling castle more it wasn't a slight to this song because it's a cool song um it's a great name for an album and i mean i'm i got really hooked into the drums like i i i do love that like just just staying on the ride and all that like snare rolling and I, that's what I just get like hooked into and I mean the other stuff's just kind of a nice mood setter but I've just just kind of tapping my toes and bobbing my head and I don't know whenever I listen to um, King Gizzard like there's something different about each song that I get stuck on like oh that's a cool guitar bit or but um, it's usually their drums like I think he's I mean, he's not doing anything like oh, yeah. groundbreaking, maybe, but I think it's really well done, and I fucking dig it. Yeah, no, Cavs is a kick-ass drummer, and he recently released um, a, like an, an, a percussion album. Like nice. he did a whole like percussion thing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, yeah, that'd be interesting to check out. Uh, uh, you have the name of that project by any chance? I think it's just called Cavs, C A V S, and. Uh, yeah, I can't remember the name of the album, no but it's pretty cool if you're into like rhythms and percussion. Yeah. Well, I think that that gets us through the playlist, boys. It's time to yeah. time to do the tops and bottoms. <laughs> I don't know why I like calling Ooh. it that. <laughs> Who's going first? Talking about ruined orgasms, tops, bottoms, everything in between. Corn dogs. Corn dogs. Hey, don't drag the corn dogs into this. Corn it's, corn like George, it's like George Costanza. You can hide one underneath the pillow and then like sneak a munch or something. You, know? <laughs> you can't move lunch like that. Episode of- you, just- <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> There's nothing to suck it out with. <laughs> I'm just thinking of the sleeve hot dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, Caleb, tops and bottoms. What do so you feel this, about this? This one was the hardest for me because um, I think I said last time that Lucas might have had one of my favorite playlists so far, but um, Jasper came in and, and 
heartily blew that out of the water. Like this is mm. hands down the like I I didn't have a track on here that I was like, yeah, fuck this. Like not once. No gavels for me. That's rare. Um, and I I thoroughly enjoyed like the whole thing. Um, if I had to pick a bottom, I guess it would be the um, ILYs. Not because it's bad, but just because it makes me feel scary feelings. Because I think I'm having drug flashbacks when I hear that. Um, <laughs> and then it was honestly harder to pick a top because there was some new stuff that I was like, like I was tempted to say Snarky Puppy. That shit's fucking awesome. Um, definitely to check them out more. But and then Tim Heidecker that just speaks to me so much but I think I'll give it to the Beach Boys because there's the nostalgia and it's just like as I've gotten older I've appreciated um, the Beach Boys more because their shit's like especially their more B-side stuff like this is so beautiful and the harmonies like that guy was obviously a very sad tortured individual but he made beautiful beautiful music so yep well done, Jas. I expected nothing less. <laughs> right on, Dusty. What What are your tops and bottoms? Uh, I think my top would probably be the, the Dream. Just it gets me going every time I hear it. Yep. Um. My bottoms kind of be the the Guantanamo Bay Watch. <laughs> it's not bad. It's just not for me. <laughs> That's what I'll leave it at that. <laughs> that boy ain't right. Yeah. Not everybody likes sand in their shorts. <laughs> that boy ain't dude. right. Well, going off of that, dude, Dusty, I, I, I was going to pick that Guantanamo Bay song as my my top. Like, I fucking love that track. And that definitely just take wants me to take, I just want to keep going down that road. So I really appreciate getting introduced to that. And I'll agree with that. You better put sunscreen on. I will, because I burn like a motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Throw some sex wax on you, guitar strings. (laughs) Uh, But like, seriously, though, I really do appreciate that there was definitely several things that uh, kind of either like re-motivated me to like check, like to follow back up on or like brand new things that you brought to to my table. So my my sonic table, if you will. But one of those things, uh, the bottom is definitely going to be, for me, it's, it's at this moment, it's the Beach Boys. And I, I appreciate that you guys are bringing up some new points about them that makes me want to kind of like, can, like kind of continue to sort of like dig into the, some of their stuff. But it's, at the moment, I'm, I'm still not going to put, I'm not going to, you know, dig a hole in the beach and lay down and let the birds peck away. <laughs> We're gonna bury you in this thing. <laughs> oh god, do Jameson. So, bottoms. I hated both the Tarova and Tokyo song, but definitely <laughs> Tokyo is. I I hate that fucking song. <laughs> I don't ever need to hear that again. There's but, something wrong with you. Uh, just I guess sure. Of Thundercat. Stress me out, man. Just not. It takes Just a while. It takes a while for him to grow on you. I'll, I will say that. I don't have enough time for that. I don't have enough time <laughs> to let it grow. I just am gonna let myself hate it. Um, the guy's busy. He can't even choose between jousting and corn dogs. It's like one or the other. Exactly, <laughs> one or the other. I don't have time to fucking let something grow. But favorite is definitely uh, crumbling castles and. 
uh, it definitely made me want to look into King Gizzard a little bit more. So nice. Thank you for that. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that. Glad you guys can get some positive recommendations out of it. Yeah. Uh, Nick? Did we lose Nick? Nick's yeah. statuing. Not, oh. <laughs> oh, wait. Is is my camera working? Can you guys hear me? I hear you. hear you just fine. Holding your fingers <laughs> up. Oh, okay. Go for I it. Just thought, I just thought you were fucking with still. it. Yeah, what, what's, your, what's your tops and bottoms? All right. Uh, well, overall, this playlist was kick-ass. I loved it. Jasper, you've always had your finger on the pulse to some weird shit that I've almost 100% never heard of before, and oh, you've introduced yeah, me to some bizarre shit along the way, and I really appreciate it. One, and you've nice. done it again. So, well done. Um, bottom bottom track, I'm definitely going to have to go with the ILYs. That, <laughs> that was grating to my mind. Um, <laughs> did not like that. She's grated. Um, Tim Heidecker was a weird, like, nice point on there. That was that was a fun thing that I was not expecting. But definitely favorite thing of the things that I haven't heard already or things that I weren't already aware of, Guantanamo Baywatch. Like, Jared, that's right. going right to the top for me. That's something I, I hadn't listened to in a while. That, that style of music I hadn't listened to in a while. And this was just excellent timing for me to dive back into it. So thank you. Nice. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Now, awesome. The, I think that, and I, I think that this is a challenging one I, for some people. But Jasper, what about your tops and bottoms out of this? If you had to pick apart this thing, what would be your least favorite track and your favorite track out of here? Least favorite, yeah, that is really tough. Um, man, I just have to go with like because like the just the times right now, Guantanamo Baywatch, definitely. That's like I've found it in the last year or so, maybe. So it's mm -hmm. still like hot on my mind least favorite like really i could do without the tim heidecker track the music the like randy newman shit is not my bag <laughs> like <laughs> but i think he's funny and the music's yeah. inoffensive but yeah like too goofy too boring to be goofy maybe it's like dad it's just dad music i don't it, i don't yeah. know how else to describe it it's like the, the the just the general conglomerated idea of what a dad is Definitely You're clearly not sleepy on music. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the lyrics, like, yeah, you know, can relate to that. But one thing that didn't make it on here, a band I want to give a shout out to is Turnstile, Glow On, that yeah. album. Holy shit. Didn't Jerry so have some Turnstile on, on his playlist? He did. So, yeah. We found him, like, around the same time when they did the TLC, like, EP video on YouTube. That shit's so good. It was pretty good. I liked it. I didn't like the mix. Dude, the mix was bad, but the, the song was cool. Yeah, yeah. Can, uh, can I just take a half a second to tell you guys that I was going to tell you a story before we started um, about how when I was using the restroom, I was writing a song about Jasper, and it that it, it's still rough. You're going to have to help me flesh it out, but it's basically um, Master of Puppets. It's a, except it's Jasper of Puppets. It's like Jasper, Jasper. Jasper has puppets and he's making them talk. I don't know. <laughs> Stuff like that. I just, I just imagine you with puppets. I think we should make that happen. We'll, we'll talk details. Yeah. I don't know if you're going to get me to work any puppets, but maybe. I'm going to, I'm going to. No commitments on the puppet work. I'm going to send you to puppet school. It's, I don't know. I'll do what some if somebody made shit. a puppet of you. Yeah. And then worked it themselves. Would Jasper you, would puppets. you like, would you voice it or would you? Oh, well, yeah, I guess I'd have to, you know, I you don't want... have to do the puppet work per se. 
No, you have to have mm. the puppet because when we say obey your Jasper, you have to look at the puppet because <laughs> you guys are each other's Jaspers. <laughs> Oh I yeah, I need to go to bed. <laughs> Everybody has a Jasper puppet, and then I'm up above, you know. Controlling oh them. yeah, that's some next level shit. <laughs> this is great. Maybe you sold me on it. Like a two or three stage music video, we can work all those ideas, and we'll we'll talk specifics later. Send him the mock up. <laughs> we're gonna get a proof of concept going. Uh, we're gonna get some some test footage, storyboarding. We're gonna make it work. I'm gonna need some of your hair to make the puppet. Don't do that. I sent him some hair once and it didn't go well. You know what? <laughs> you know what? You can dance now, can't you? Voodoo works, bitch. Hang on. I, I got a question you for you guys. Now, Stop. I got to find out if I'm cursed or not. Um, so the other day, this was right prior to Halloween. I went out while I was taking the trash out and sitting next to the dumpster, not in it or like close to it, but like in the general vicinity, I found a box. And this box is a wooden box about yay, about yay big, maybe like a, a foot long. And then it's like a little wooden chest and it had pentagrams and like Celtic knots all over it. And I brought it home and I looked inside and it was full of like two sets of tarot cards and some cool light bulbs that we wound up later using. So I just want to know if I'm cursed bringing a, like a, a witch's box into my home. I'm pretty sure you're okay. I don't think you're cursed. I think I think what? that's somebody's sweet setup. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> sounds like a good find. My found uh, my actual. I mean, theory no, is that it. My actual theory is that it belonged to like a like a 14 year old girl and his or her her parents found it and they're like, what is this Satan shit? And then they just threw it away. So it was there shit. <laughs> was there a corn dog in it? <laughs> I was not rooting around the dumpsters for corn dogs. No. Well, then I don't give a fuck. Oh. <laughs> well, all right, fine. You know, whether you're a corn dog, a hot dog, or just a raw dog, you know, this has been a fucking great playlist, Jasper. This has been a great fucking podcast, guys. I really enjoyed the, going through this one with you guys because this was like every, I think Caleb and just about everybody pointed it out. Like almost every track just hit home either way and so it was just sort of like fuck dude except for jameson i'm sorry you know a couple of them didn't land <laughs> a few boy thundercat but all right uh but seriously though this like this this one was like i think probably my tops all uh, so i i think it's my favorite playlist thus far nice. i really appreciate it and i appreciate all of you guys, the council coming together, and I appreciate the hot dogs listening to the council as we, you know, get in the weeds and find our way back and enjoy some music along the way. Guys, it's the last word time. Last word. Fuck. I'm going to have to start writing them down eventually if I keep smoking bowls during these podcasts. What's what? I think, okay. <laughs> I think we should give Jasper the honor of either the first or the last word. Mm. Jasper, you want the first or the last? Kick it off. Oh no. Right during the last word, it freezes on me. Where is the oh. Okay, now I got everybody back. Okay. I'm going to have to cut that part. Give me a last word, everybody, before I lose it. Jasper, you kick it off. Grease. Grease? Grease. Grease. Even weirder. Oh. The bad guy? Never mind. Jameson. Fuck. Uh, corn dog. <laughs> Crease corn dog. <laughs> Caleb. Skip me. Hang on. Dusty. <laughs> Equinox. 
increase corndog equinox. Nick? Adhesive. Increase corndog equinox adhesive. Caleb? Equestrian. Oh, God. Crease. So, crease corndog. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is just fucking obnoxious. Reese Corndog, Equinox. You remember uh, it. Shit. What was yours, Nick? Fuck, this is impossible. The password, this, this system's never going to work. Either way, we're going to end it here. <laughs> Fuck the last word. Jasper, <laughs> thanks for this fucking awesome playlist. Everybody, it was adhesive, you fool. <laughs> adhesive it was. Good night. Say goodbye. Bye. Bye. Goodbye.